This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of Podrone. And on this episode I'm talking to Maureen O'Connell who is running the Dublin International Comedy Film Festival, the first of its kind to ever run in Ireland, I would imagine. A comedy festival for film. And it's going to be online because, of course, of COVID and all that malarkey. It's going to be online on the 3rd and 4th of December, just coming up in a few days. And there's a couple of sketches that I'm involved with in it. And... um there's the McLean Avenue, which is a short film that I in as well that was made in Kansas City by Mike Farraher. That's going to be in it. Uh, also, Maureen O'Connell has written and directed lots of films, including a feature recently called Spa Weekend. And it's really brilliant. Uh, so I really enjoyed uh, chatting to Maureen because I was kind of picking her brains a little bit on how she went about making a no-budget film. Uh, you know, what kind of um, knowledge she, need to, she needed to know technically. She probably, had, well, she definitely has more knowledge than me uh, with regard to that because she studied film in Ballyfermot. But... Uh, He's just interested in having a chat. So, uh, yeah, so it's a day one of the level three. Uh, I haven't been outside yet. Uh, I presume there's a massive queue outside Penny's. And I guess the shops are open again so I can go out and buy. What? I, I don't know. Uh, what can you go uh, Buy anything. Whatever. A microwave. Socks. Uh Running gear. I've been jumping in the sea with a group of people for the last uh, few weeks, maybe three times a week ago in the sea. Um, I don't have uh, this thing that everyone's buying now. It's this big kind of poncho yelt that keeps you warm once you get out. Uh, once you get out, it's got furry bits on the inside and uh, rainproof on the outside. Probably should get one of them, but I believe they're sold out because it's 
everyone's at it. Everyone's getting in the sea. It's the thing to bloody do. Um, so, uh, they're sold out. So I don't know if I'll get, I don't know what I'll do though. Uh, uh, I need maybe just a massive, I had my dressing gown out one day, but that kind of worked a little bit, but it's a bit odd as well. Um, I'd put my towel, just my towel, do the old fashioned thing, change the togs underneath the towel on the beach, just typical Irish, uh, holiday type malarkey. Um, but I, maybe I'll get that poncho yoga. You can get it online, I guess, but by the time it arrives, it'll be fucking. 2021 i'd say so level three we're on yeah it's over three weeks since uh joe biden won the election and donald trump is still in denial still in denial and just lots of followers believe that there is fraud involved in the election lots of his followers believe this despite no evidence they believe there was a fraudulent election and yet they don't believe any of the over 26 women who accused Donald Trump of violence against them, despite them having evidence, many of them. It's a odd thing, isn't it? This is a very weird time when a president of the United States is so deluded and nuts and just constantly tweeting stuff that is completely nonsense. And Rudy Giuliani is insane as well. Obviously, he had his melt, literally meltdown when his head started melting and black stuff ran down his face. And all sorts of magic going on. That other uh, lawyer that they eventually fired because he was so mad. Lindsay, is it? Oh, no, I can't remember her name. No, Palmer, something Palmer. Anyway, this woman who was fired by Trump because her ideas were so mad. They were madder than Rudy Giuliani's. What? Anyway, it's a crazy world we're living in. Um, anyway, here we go. I'm talking to Maureen O'Connell. And uh, before we do that, a lot of... Uh, th- there's a lot of great shows on the Headstuff Network. And uh, here's one of them. I'm Connor Reed with words to that effect. How do the Victorians invent time? Where do all those pirate cliches come from? Should we all read romance novels? Why are kids so obsessed with dinosaurs? What makes the perfect detective story? What happens to culture and society in a post-apocalyptic world where everything has stopped? Words to that effect tell stories of the fiction that shapes popular culture. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts and at wttepodcast.com. Brilliant. Here's Maureen O'Connell. Hey, how's it going? Uh, very good. Thank you for having me on. This is awesome. Oh, no, absolutely. I've just, uh, uh, just watched your... Uh, feature film and uh, uh it's really brilliant it's amazing so oh. so uh, how, how did that come about oh thanks a million um well so i was i was in england at, at the time and i rang up a friend of mine carl argue he's the co-writer on it and i just said oh just i kind of fed up i just want to make a feature we should because i made shorts and stuff already so i said we should we should do it. we should write something so mm. i came up with the general idea of it and 
then he started riding away. Then I came home. I literally rode the other half. It's almost exactly half and half between the pair of us. Mm. And uh, I was always going to direct it anyway. And then it was meant to be both of us acting in it, but then Carl wasn't able to because it was like an no-budget feature film. So mm. he he needed money at the time. So I was like, oh, grand, no worries. And he didn't mind that we went ahead and um, we cast Stephen Neeson then um, in uh, the, the role of Stoney, which is the other lead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and then yeah. I, then I just started. We shot over a whole year, kind of oh, thing. Oh really? So you, you yeah yeah you just did it bit by bit when you could. Yeah yeah exactly. So just kind of not to annoy everyone because no one was getting paid like we no money or anything. Mm. And like three DOPs, so I uh, it was just when they were able to. So if one wasn't free, then I get another guy to shoot it kind of thing. And it, it just made it easy because it was kind of bite-sized then. People enjoyed themselves. We'd shoot a scene. We'd have three or four hours to shoot it. And yeah. then um, everyone would go home in a good mood, feed them well, that type of thing. <laughs> and they enjoyed themselves. And then they, they wouldn't mind coming back maybe in two weeks' time to shoot more. Right. Yeah. Wow, it really works. Uh, uh, so you basically no budget at all. You're, you didn't get funding from anybody? No. No, no, I didn't even apply because I'm so used to getting notes, so I just, I just did it myself. Um, play. Yeah. And do you have uh, input into the technical side of it, uh, cameras, that kind of thing? Is that something that you have knowledge of as well? Like what camera to use, you know, that kind of, what lenses, that kind of thing? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd have a basic knowledge. I went to Ballyferm at film school, and um, so... Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I've, I've DOP'd some things, but, um, I mean, I'd have only a basic knowledge. I'd be more a director, but I just kind of say to them, like, we shoot on, we shot on Black Magic, and two of them had Black Magics, and then for the third one, mm. I needed to find a camera that kind of matched the Black Magic, you know, uh, color-wise, mm. so we got a, a GH4, got a DOP with a GH4, so that type of thing I kind of know, like, you know, and then... um Lenses, I kind of know, I'd suggest lenses and stuff. Or if I wasn't sure, I'd kind of go, I know that this is a different shot from what we're doing. I know that we're going to need a, a certain type of a lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what lens would you recommend? And they'd be able to translate my ideas into... Right, okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you. You grew up in uh, Wicklow. Um, I yeah. saw that you uh, would make little films when you were like a kid, like using VHS camera, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I shot like fairy tales. They were easy because like you wouldn't have a script, so people would know the general story. Um, but like they're hilarious. Like, you know, I didn't mean to. I took them deadly seriously, and <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then I also made um, I also made Psycho. I'd never seen Psycho, but I basically made Psycho when yeah. I was like nine or ten. And it's the funniest film it's just I, I had a jewelry box you know and I played that kind of tinkly kind of ballerina music and I used that to kind of be scary and stuff and it wasn't scary and, <laughs> and then I had a friend who um she uh she, she had to die in it and we and we she was stabbed in the back and we had to drag her along our, our white tiles in the kitchen and it just looked like she had a period <laughs> she was like this is terrible this is brilliant at the same time uh, yeah. yeah so. And so, but like, you wanted to be uh, an actor first, was it? Uh, you, that was that was what you went to acting school, or? Yeah, uh, so I, I went to Rada then after Bally Furman. Um, I didn't plan that now, and I just thought I'd try it out just to see how far I got. Yeah, and I think that's probably why I got in because I was so relaxed. I didn't, 
I didn't expect to get any. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Rada. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Mm. Um, but you know, I think I want to be a director first and then because I didn't have enough actors in Wicklow, I had to act in it myself. Yeah. And then I quite enjoyed that. And so I, I enjoyed doing it all kind of thing. Right, okay. And I'd say, I see that you particularly, this will start off uh, uh, watching uh, films that your brother would get from the video store. So a lot of action stuff. Yeah, watch loads of Arnie. Love Arnie. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so I watch like Conan the Barbarian and Terminator loads of times. Like I, I watch them on repeat, you know, and loads of Spielberg. I love Spielberg. Spielberg's a genius. Like I don't care what anyone says. He's amazing. Mm. And, um, yeah, so uh, Indiana Jones over and over again, this type of thing. Mm. Brilliant, though. Like, you know, really good to watch those films over and over again as well. Like, proper kind of entertainment. Like, it's not it's not self-indulgent anyway, you know? Yeah. It'll keep you hooked. Yeah, it's right? Always, yeah, like, it's always aware of the audience, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Yeah, great movies. Entertainment. Yeah, great. Yeah, movies. definitely. Yeah, not trying to be arty in any way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love arty films as well, I do. But I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good start, isn't it, to start with stuff that's just about kind of structure and kind of reaching out to the audience, making sure you have them hooked and stuff. Then after, you know, once you learn all that stuff, then you can go towards the arty stuff. You you know the rules that you're breaking anyway, kind of thing. Right. And even with, with us, like the uh, script for a spa weekend, would you would you think of those kind of rules that you're meant to have that you have to have a hook in the first I don't know what it is 10 minutes or something yeah right. yeah yeah I suppose it would like um uh yeah kind of start in the action I suppose like I I, I notice I, I often start with people running or something like in the middle of of the action and I start with Spy Weekend with that as well so and then in I, I did a 1916 short as well. I started on someone kind of walking really, really fast, you know, it's called Proclaim kind of thing. And I, and then on Girls, I, I, another short, I, I, I started in the thick of her being in trouble with her teacher and she had to leave the room really quickly. So yeah, I think movement, kind of being in the center of the action of something that's just happened immediately is kind of actually one of those hooks, which yeah. I never really realized until I went, like, someone said it to me and I was like, oh yeah, actually. Suppose that is kind of structured. Those types of things you just learn as you go along. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Like, cause that does get you hooked in. And my criticism of a lot of Irish films is that there'll be a lot of moody, very slow shots of, of yeah. uh, I don't know, a kitchen wall or something. Uh, or, <laughs> no, no, come on. What's, what's happening here? Do you know? So. Yeah. I, I love all the uh, references to Fair City. It's amazing. So. All right. <laughs> I thought I was going to get into loads of trouble about that, but it was actually just fine. So I was like, I'm worried I was going to get sued or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. You probably won't get a part in fair. Not, 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 you. No, and I'd love a part. Jesus. <laughs> get paid every week. It'd be brilliant, you know? Yeah, I know. Well, no, security. Yeah. Security. Huh? It's Sorry? security, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's well written as well. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you you um, you have a good few shorts there. Now I haven't had time to look at. I've only seen bits of them because uh, you know because I've only, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so what was your first short? Then? Um, my very first short after college was called Mist. So it was like a, a 
kind of a Ladette dramedy. It's basically, it was, um, it was back in, it was ages ago, it was back in 2007. I, uh, I basically, I broke up with a guy who, and the way he broke up with me was he broke up with me in a pub. And he said to me that basically I was too much of a lad. Like, you know, I was going out and getting pissed the whole time making a show of him. Like, <laughs> like, I think it was just my way. Like, I was totally heartbroken, but I think it was my way of dealing with it. I thought, that's kind of funny, like, you know, because usually up until that point, we only ever saw kind of more or less kind of women giving out to the guys. You know, you're always getting drunk, leave me alone, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm the one. I'm the one getting dumb because I'm, I'm the drunk, like, you know, so, um, I thought that was funny. So I, so I shot that and, um, that got to go away actually, which was quite nice. Uh, and, and did the rounds. We, we sold it to RT and stuff, mm. but it's really cheap. Like it's really, really crap camera and stuff. Like the DOP was great, but I mean, the camera itself just looks really cheap and video ish, you know? Yeah. And, and was that again, no funding? You just went and did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no funny, just went and did it. Class. Um, and did you get uh, funding for your next short then? No, no, I haven't been, I've only recently been funded uh, for a five minute short. It actually ended up being nine minutes. <laughs> but uh, no, I, so I, but after that I did um, a kind of social realist drama called Girls. And it was based on a thing I'd seen when I was a teenager, so 12 actually. And I saw all these girls uh, beat up these two kind of school girls from like a posh school. I uh, really viciously. And then this older man, kind of middle-aged man comes along, tries to protect them. And you think for a second that he's going to protect them because he's a man, you know. Mm. And all these 12-year-old, 13-year-old girls bait the shine out of him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not funny. But it did actually happen. And so um, I made a short about that. Uh, and that got to Cork and stuff. But that, that was unfunded as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And then after that, I did uh, Proclaim, 1916 short. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's really inspiring, you know, they just go go and do it. And... Yeah, I don't know, I just, like, I I can't wait. I find funding stuff, I find even filling in application forms, like, it gives me... N- nausea, like, you know, I just feel, you just feel ill, you know, I hate it, I hate that paperwork. Yeah. Explaining all your ideas. Because an awful lot of your ideas, like, you'll be real prepped going to a shoot, but often as well, like, when you go to shoot it, you'll get different ideas. And you're like, oh, this is great. Or some actor, you know, does something and you, and you have to change stuff up. And you don't want to be saying that on an application form to a county council, because that's just going to give them the heebie-jeebies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's also, uh, I'd say, particularly with a comedy, very hard to get what your vision and what, you know it's going to be funny, because you're it's very hard to get that across sometimes, do you not think? Or... Yeah, it can be like, because it's a uh, tone and stuff, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, and it's hard to get them to trust you when they don't really know you and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Comedy. Yeah. And, but, but this is your first, this, the other films weren't comedies. This is the first time you've done a comedy, yeah? Well, Mist, Mist was funny. It was about this girl getting, you know, so, so that that, that was kind of funny. It was sad as well. She's getting broken up with, but it was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, girls are serious. Proclaim has little bits of funniness in it. Um, and then I did a, a short I didn't write. I just directed it called Pespish. And it's comedy uh, set in an audition room. And it's all these actors just talking nonsense to each other. Uh, it's written by Shane Canellan, And he acts in it as well. He's brilliant. 
And then I, I, I directed another comedy called Motherhood. Um, well, I've only seen the trailer for that, but I see the, uh, Chris, um, Christiana Mahoney. Christiana Mahoney, yeah. She's been, when she used to do stand up for a while, uh, I haven't seen That's her. That's right, yeah. yeah. She did, I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's brilliant in it. And, uh, so it's her script. And so I, I directed that. So that's, that's another comedy about a woman who's 35 and she's being put under pressure by her friends to have kids. She's at a birthday party and she doesn't want to talk about that type of stuff. And she goes bananas basically. So that's it. Uh, and had you uh, acted in comedies uh, on stage or, I mean, you seem to have done a lot of very serious acting actually, stage acting. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually. I've done, uh, I suppose, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I love comedy. I started off with comedy, I suppose. I did a, a profit share show called The Truth Game um, in Andrews Lane Theatre mm. years back when, when that was open. And I did that a good few times there. And I played this character that just wouldn't stop talking. And she was the funny character in the play, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there was no pressure or anything. But, uh, no, I really enjoyed it. And then... uh yeah, so I suppose I, I went to Rad, but before that I did like Wuthering Heights and I played Kathy. But I would try to find the funniness in it. Like I would try to play Kathy. She's kind of funny. Kathy's ridiculous, kind of. She's emotionally honest kind of character, you know? Like I know she's in love with Heathcliff, but she's really, really selfish as well, which is really, it's quite funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's quite demanding and stuff. So I, I would look for comedy in these really, really serious parts as well. Yeah. And there's loads of comedy in June on the Payton. I played Mary as well. There's loads of, loads oh. of comedy in there. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I reread uh, Wuthering Heights, because I did Wuthering Heights for my leaving, actually, and then I read it a few years ago, and I went, I was like, come on, like, just <laughs> get it together, will you? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was really weird. Emotionally incontinent. You're just, like, emotionally incontinent. Yeah, but like when I was a teenager doing it for the leaving, I was so into it. You know, I, I loved that drama. As an yeah. adult, I read it, I was like, oh, come on. You know, I had a totally different yeah. attitude <laughs> to the whole thing. Because you're like, you are a serious a- actor that, that I was wondering, is it difficult? How do you pitch a comedy acting? You know, how do you know when you're, how do you pull it back and go, no, that's too much over the top? Or do you find that difficult? Or Yeah, I suppose it's just like, um, I mean, it kind of comes in rehearsal. You have to rehearse it to mm. find the tone and the rhythm of it and that type of thing. Um, mm. And it's, it's. I mean, I, I suppose it's like acting in, in many ways, like straight acting is, is in like you have to be relaxed enough to play, but also there has to be, uh, you still have to get it right. So there has to be that tension. So it's always a, a, a play back and forth between the boundaries mm. of of the tension where you have to, you have to make this work, but then you also have to be relaxed at the same time and play, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I suppose, uh, how do you know? You just rehearse on the day as well. And often I gauge it with the crew. They start giggling. Like I remember when we did Spow again, we were in the woods and me and Stoney have that argument where he's like, why, why did you take me here? No, oh, yeah. Uh, or no, why did you lie to me? Yeah. I was like, cause to make you come. And he's like, but you shouldn't have lied to me because I wouldn't have come. I was like, I know that's why I lied to you. And this goes back and forth for ages. So when we were doing that and, and we rehearsed it a lot and I kept saying, it's just about rhythm. If we get the rhythm, it'd be fine. 
and we'd only rehearsed it just me and Stephen. And then we got in front of the camera guys. They couldn't stop laughing. So they kept laughing. And yeah. that's that's when you think, okay, I think it's working. And yeah. You just hope to God. It's such a great, that's a brilliant scene. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, there's lots of that just really good. I mean, most of it is just this really good dialogue, really good. Um, you just, you're enjoying this conversation, you know, it's really good. Yeah, they're just two knuckleheads, like, you know, taking themselves too seriously, like, and that's always funny. Stupid people trying to sound smart <laughs> or like one up on each other kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but they're really lovely people. Like, I mean, well, you know, when she's with her, I don't know why she's hanging out with those three girls, but, uh, but they're so different to her. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're on her side completely there, you know? And yeah. Well, I suppose they're, they're people that she kind of has grown out of since she's been in England and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I suppose like I've, I've, I've had friends in that where, you know, like, it's all kind of, you have to straighten your hair with an, you know, the iron and you have to proper makeup and stuff and all that type of thing. <laughs> so it's a bit of a, bit of a piss take of those types of people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or she probably went to school, school with them or something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an amazing film. So what's going to happen to it now? Uh, has it been released? Uh, no, so we just done um, the film festivals and uh, we've won a few awards. Which we won the best international at Polish International Film Festival there just recently. But I actually, because I'm doing this now, I haven't had a chance to look at distribution. We had some emails from American guys, but I actually, I haven't even, I haven't even looked at their stuff. To be honest, I've never done distribution before, so mm. I'm always afraid of signing it away. Um, Mm. But I will look into that properly after after the festival is done and everything. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of the festival, so you you've organised this uh, Dublin International Comedy Festival. Like amazing that amazing that there uh, hasn't been one maybe before. I don't know, but uh, uh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it's great that you're doing it. And so so when did you have that idea? When did you think about this? Well, I've I've had it for quite some time. Um, I suppose because I've made a lot of comedies and I find sometimes the Irish Film Festival circuit, it's it quite closed uh, kind of a thing. And they often, uh, they don't let kind of comedies in for stars. And when they are in, they don't necessarily take them as serious sometimes, you know, like they wouldn't be up for awards. They'd be kind of pushed aside and stuff. And mm. to find kind of remarkable because I always think comedies are harder to make than dramas. And, mm. Mm. But uh so yeah, I was talking about it for a while and then I just thought, oh, screw it, I'll just do it myself. <laughs> and I uh, did it in the middle of COVID. But actually it ends up being good timing because the fact it goes online means you can get way more kind of audience and generate more interest in a weird way because it's, because it's online. So. Yeah. And how long, when did you start organizing this? Um, so I think I started back in June or July. Yeah. I think. Oh, okay. That's not. That's pretty good. You've got, you've done well then. Yeah. So you have common, you've, uh, films coming in from other, lots of different countries. Yeah. Yeah. We get Korea and Canada, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. UK. Yeah. Class. That's amazing. And, uh, and there's a couple of thanks. You, you accepted a couple of, uh, sketches that I'm in. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're brilliant. They're hilarious. Soft oh. is, is brilliant. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They're only shot on an iPhone as well, which is mad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, iPhones are great. Like, the camera on them now, you know, just as good as that. Yeah, I didn't realise you could get different lenses and put them on them and stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, just to wrap up then, the film festival is on um, 3rd and 4th of December, yeah? That's right, yeah. And Going live at 9am. On Thursday, so. On Thursday, you go on the website, which is, what is the website? Oh yeah, uh, sorry, Dublin International Comedy Film Fest dot com. Right, uh, and uh, you can purchase a ticket there, I guess, and. Uh, yeah, uh, all tickets are five euro for everything. So um, you buy that, and then we'll give you the passwords to all the films, and we'll give you Zoom links to all the Q and As, and stand up comedians. We're having lots of stand up comedians as well. As well as yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be. Thank you. Oh, well, listen, it's been really, I, I, really nice chatting to you, and so yeah, great to work with you, and that you've you've brought a couple of sketches in there as well. And uh, thanks for that. It's been really You're nice talking to you. Thanks. Yeah, lovely chatting. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Oh, <laughs> bye. remember it's the Dublin International Comedy Film Festival and it's on a website you can get on the website and it's on on the 3rd and 4th of December so check it out in the meantime you can contact me on Joe Rooney Comedian on Instagram and Joe Rooney One on Twitter and Joe Rooney Comedian on Facebook and Joe Rooney Comedian on my website I'm seeing something. It's smiling at me. But not a friendly smile. The worst smile I've ever seen in my life. Do you see it right now? Smile. Rated R. Only in theaters September 30th.